Hey y'all, it's Brooke on Wednesday here, I guess doing my attempt at my first official, official post, right? So I did the intro and hopefully you guys listened to it and I promise I'm going to get better at this editing and moving around thing. But today I was praying this morning about what I should talk about on this podcast and what really needs to get out there for parents who deal with these things every day. And today I want to talk about tribes. We all know how important it is to have family. We're told that all the time. But sometimes our family, you know, loving us as they may be, is not always gonna understand what we go through as autism parents. I remember when I first had my son. I even remember when I first found out I was pregnant with him. I started this journal, writing letters to him about everything that I wanted him to be, everything that I wanted him to do. I wanted him to start reading at age four like I did. I wanted him to start playing video games at three, like my brother did. And all that to me now feels so selfish. To want all those things for a human who's not even ready to live up to the expectation yet, whether or not they're autistic. And I guess I never really started thinking about that until I found out. I got to see more parallel than most people. The year I had my son, my family had our own generation of a baby boom. I had Everett. Another one of my cousins had twins within a month. Another one of my cousins had a baby within a month. My sister had a daughter within a month, basically. We had a lot of kids all at once. So I kind of got to see a parallel of, you know, when they were taking their first steps and when they were crawling and when they were eating. And I noticed, you know, Everett wasn't exactly catching up. And it made me look at myself first. I think we all do as autism parents before we get that diagnosis. I looked at myself and I thought, what am I doing wrong? I'd sit at the doctor in that tiny little plastic chair and I'd fill out those checklists that tell you what you're supposed to be doing with your child and you'd go through and it would say respond to his name, play with blocks and I I didn't understand so at one point I literally just asked the doctor is this stuff real? Is he supposed to be doing all of this? And she said, well, yeah. She said, those are normal growth accounts. So I looked at her and I said, okay, so what am I doing wrong? I mean, I thought maybe I was just failing. I mean, I was a single mom. I was working full time. Everett started going to a nanny when he was six weeks old. Now, I have to tell you, (laughs) she saved my life. And I don't even think she knows it. She still watches him. She's watched him since he was six years old. And she is an intricate part of my tribe. 
and I could not do it without her. And my family, whenever it first got diagnosed with autism, tried to understand. They really did. But then there was always the comments. Well, are you, sh- are you sure he has autism? You know, people diagnose that a lot. Or are you sure he has autism? He's so young. And then years went by. We saw more doctors, more diagnosis, more psychologists. And then I got the infamous, well, you know, if you give him to me for two weeks, I'll fix him. But I didn't want him fixed. Yes, he parrots. He has something called echolia, which I talked about on the first episode. And he parrots and he mimics. And he has anger sometimes because he can't communicate the exact way that he wants to. But I think we all get anger and we can't say how we feel. But he is also one of the happiest boys you will ever meet and the sweetest. He literally hugs everyone. Whoever got this notion in their head that autistic kids are antisocial, I don't, I don't get it. I haven't met one yet. But they're all different and unique and they're so smart. And that's why I want to talk about having a tribe. Because family's great. But, you know... To be honest, my cousins raising these kids, my parents who have never had an autistic child, they don't, they don't get it. It's important to have a tribe of people who when you look at them and say, hey, I made the mistake I went grocery shopping on the 1st, and it was a Sunday. And they get it. They get that, whoa, I'm, I'm so sorry. Do you, do you need a cup of coffee? <laughs> do you need a breather? The people that get it. And I am, I am so thankful for my tribe. I'm thankful for knowing that we can have a tribe. And that's why I started this. So I think that's why God put that on my heart to talk about today because somewhere out there, a new set of parents or a new single mom or a new single dad is getting the news from a doctor that, hey, your child's on the spectrum and they have absolutely no idea what that means. And if that is you, I will tell you, you are in for the ride of your life. You had that child, you gave love to that child, thinking of all the things that you would teach your child. And I will tell you now, your child will teach you so much more. My child taught me patience. My child is still teaching me to be calm. Every day is different. There is no more preparing. There's more planning I have protected him and known exactly where he was and done everything I could to protect him for four years Monday that all changes 
Monday, you are probably going to get a very stressed out podcast from me because my little boy is going into gen pop because I want to see what he can do because I want to give him every advantage because I want him to know how smart he is. And I want him to know how much he teaches me and I want him to teach me more. And I can't wait to see the future things that he teaches me. So if you're sitting there and you think that you're alone and you think that you don't have a tribe, you do. We're out here. We walk past you at the store. We see your child, we know the difference between a panic attack and a meltdown. Which, by the way, in case none of you knew, if you don't mind looking like the weird kid at Walmart, I am a firm believer that you get two carts, you put a fitted sheet over one, literally, and put your toddler inside it with a fitted sheet over it, with those soundproof headphones, and the screen, and they have their own tent away from the world. They can't see here. It will save your life. I never thought I would say a fitted sheet would save my life, especially since anyone who knows me knows I can't fold one. <laughs> and it may be a weird little hack or trick. And it depends on your kid. My kid needs to be alone. He needs to have his space. When everything just gets too much, he freaks out and he shuts down. So I give him a space. So I work with him. Because I work every day. And I know that he needs to go to different therapists now because he's older. And I know that they're starting to bring up those scary words like medication. That I'm definitely doing a podcast on next week. So please check in for that. But I'm trying so hard to not fall into that. I'm trying so hard to let him hold on to the crazy kid that he is. I say he's four years old. Let him scream. Let him get looks and faces. And one day I know that the prescriptions will have to come. That we're going to have to figure something out. But I promise you I am that mom that's going to try every cognitive therapy beforehand. It's going to work through everything. And I can thank my tribe for understanding that for understanding that we are our child's advocates for understanding that on the days that we run into the bathroom and slide against the door and just start crying because we don't know if we could do it anymore we have to remember that we have to be strong because we are their advocates and they can't always be ours and you know they try to be These sweet, perfect kids 
crazy, crazy is all perfect. They know. They know every emotion. They know when they need to just come up to us and say, you know, hey, it's going to be okay. God, that breaks my heart when he does that. Because it's always been me and him. And my family is amazing. And they try to understand. And they try to break through that wall of understanding. But without even meaning to, they still give the looks when he runs. When he can't sit in a restaurant. They don't understand how his brain's working. How he's seeing the world. And I wish they could. I think that might be a nice experiment one day. (laughs) To give someone the viewpoint of what it's like for one of our kids. Because we are their army. We are the ones fighting for them. And an army of one is strong, but an army of many is stronger. So I want to build that tribe. I want every parent finding out their diagnosis that they're not alone. I want every mother and father who are two, three years in just looking for a minute to catch their breath to know that we get it. If you ever need a tribe or you need someone to talk to or you're looking for someone to just get it, message me, find me. My Twitter handle is the same as my podcast title. It is new. I am building it, but I will respond to every direct message I get within 48 hours. (laughs) I'm trying to get up there. I want to build this tribe with you guys. I need us all to know we are not alone. I'll see you guys tomorrow.